0: Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer
1: Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world.
0: And welcome, Dr. Dyer. You're joining us again from Florida today, and hopefully it's a lot nicer there than it is here in Southern California. We're getting a ton of rain today, which we actually really need.
1: Oh, my goodness. uh, We always say in Maui, no rain, no rainbows. Uh, We're (laughs) always very grateful for the rain. I always think of rain as one of the great miracles of of all. You know, it's like every time it happens, people complain, but it's, uh, you know, without it, none of us could even uh, stay alive for a day. So it's just. It's always an amazing gift that all of a sudden just everything, this mana from heaven, just uh, showers down on us from the skies and uh, and says, here's what you need to sustain yourself. Here's what you're made of. Here's what your earth is made of. This will grow all your food. This will take care of all your thirst. This will take care of everything. And um, yeah, I, I, I love the rain. I love to be in it and walk around. And Southern California hardly ever gets it. So that,
0: that's so true. And yeah. we really do need it because the water levels here have really been just dangerously low. And they're telling us we have to conserve water. And so the fact that we're getting dumped on is very good.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> nothing like a good dumping on. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Everyone's walking around the building with their sweaters on, making soup and stuff like that.
1: I know that, it's so. funny when it doesn't rain in, in, in <laughs> communities that people don't even know how to drive. In they the don't. Rain. They, 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 it's acting like, it's like they're on ice or something.
0: Yeah, yeah it's like a bizarre event, so yeah. we are enjoying it today. And just a couple of announcements that I wanted to make before you go to callers. Um, there's a big event coming up in January that's kind of unique that you're doing. It's Wishes Fulfilled, a unique cinema event on January 28th and with an encore event on February 4th. And you'll be coming to a movie theater uh, near us to uh, talk about how to start living your true life's purpose, and this is just in time for the new year. Now, well, this this will be a film, though you won't be coming to the theater. No,
1: this is actually <laughs> a filmed lecture uh, that I, I I did at the I Can Do It conference in uh, in in Tampa just recently, and they had they have a new company that um, the, films it, and then they put it into theaters. They start advertising it in in the various theaters, and then people can buy tickets. I'm not sure how much it is. I think it's like twenty dollars, and you get like like an ent- entire evening it's a two two hour plus uh uh lecture presentation uh particularly for communities where you know i wouldn't be able to attend obviously and and uh, be there in person so it's uh you just go to your local movie theater and uh you'll find it i you you are looking for the website probably hay house will have be having something up on it very very soon
0: yes definitely but It's those a... are the
1: dates: january 28th and february the 4th and um it'll be very interesting to see how it works out we've never done it before They filmed it, they'd had a big film crew there in in Tampa and um, now they're editing it and putting it all together for being in the movie theaters. So you can go see the shift and then you can see, um, you know, see me live.
0: Right, a double feature.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> the Dyer Wayne Dyer double feature. Right. So we will have more information on that coming up, the Wishes Fulfilled cinema event. So just keep those dates in mind, January 28th, and also the Encore event on February 4th, and see Dr. Wayne Dyer in theaters. And also I wanted to mention, with people rushing around getting things for the holidays and maybe getting their holiday list together, if you order five or more copies of The Shift, you get a 50% discount from now until Christmas Day December 25th so that's something to keep in mind as well
1: absolutely and there's no I don't think there's any greater gift that you can give than a, a gift of, of, of a beautiful film that I think people will really really uh, love and enjoy it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn but I happen to love this movie very very much and we give a copy away to everybody who gets through on the show this entire year that's and right we'll continue that today
0: and people, even if they have the the film already, if they've already seen it, just gift it, re-gift it.
1: All your, all your Christmas <laughs> shopping is done, everybody listening right now. Just call in, get, get, have the film sent, they'll get them to you before Christmas, and you can get them on your way.
0: That's it. It's perf- perfect gift. So it's, keep...
1: uh, it's actually helping me because the uh, the thing that I want to do is have, have a certain number of people, what I've talked about this before in the air, when we reach a critical mass, if we can get 10 million people to watch this film, I believe we can, we can shift the consciousness of this entire country. That's how powerful I think that film is, and, uh, and most people who watch it uh, agree with me.
0: That's right. Make a global shift.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Which would be amazing. And then one other thing I wanted to throw out, which is free, which I just saw this uh, online today, the new Excuses Be Gone Sampler app for your iPhone. It's a freebie here, which is really cool. It contains the 18 most common excuses and 18 affirmations to work with them. So that would be a neat thing to have on your phone, you know, if you feel that excuse coming up. And then you could just have the the correct affirmation right there.
1: It sounds great. I'm not sure how those things work, but uh, <laughs> people tell me about them all the time. My kids have them. so <laughs>
0: <laughs> They tell you about those crazy things about like apps, iPhones and yeah. apps. I don't even
1: apps. know what an app is or an iPhone, but uh, I know I pay for them, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, this is free, which is cool. Yeah, so I, I did right. want to that's mention right. that to our listeners out there today. Just go to HayHouse.com to find out about that. And we've got some great callers coming in. I'm noticing a lot of people from Canada today, several Canadian callers, Ontario, Quebec. So let's start with that. Would you like to go my to Montreal. Sure. I'd love to. Let's check it out. Roxandra on line one. Hello. Welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer today. Thank you.
1: Hi, Roxanne.
2: I can't believe it. I'm the first one.
1: You are. How are you?
2: <laughs> so today it worked out well. Um, how am I? I wish I knew how to answer this question, but I could say uh, it could be better, but I'm okay. Uh huh.
1: Well, that's good.
2: I wish I uh, knew a bit more because uh, I'm kind of stuck uh, in a rut, Ooh work wise uh-huh. i mean not only work wise but uh, the work aspect is one of the the one that bothers me most cuz i don't know what to do with my life and find my life purpose uh-huh. so um i'm have been back to school for the almost 9 years now and i'm in the middle of a phd that i don't know if i would i would uh, finish so that's a big...
1: Uh, that's not an unusual place for people in Ph.D. programs. You get to a point where you ask yourself, what am I doing and what am I putting myself through this for?
2: Uh, right. But, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, it's uh, like, uh, like context-wise. My supervisor died last year. Yeah, from the beginning, I thought I didn't belong there. Initially, I was rejected. I had to reapply. And although the topic it's really interesting because I, I, thought it's, uh, I, I took it more like a mission. I said, I know I don't want to work in academia for sure, Uh, Why am I going through this when it's very difficult too? So um, uh, anyway, um, that's why I'm like, I don't want to do it unless I'm able to say I don't, I'm not going to regret it. I don't regret what I've done so far,
1: Uh
2: but this year I'm really kind of, I don't know, maybe I needed to grieve uh, because I had few losses several years, like up two or three and maybe i was and i'm very very tired so i i did kind of it in between like it's kind of a transition but mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not a step further to figure out wha- what's next for me i have some uh, areas but i don't know how to package myself and how really to trust that i can do something
1: well you really do know how um it's uh, because no one can teach it to you now especially now how, how old are you
2: Forty-nine uh, last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're you know almost a half a century, uh, uh, fifty times around the sun. You pretty much know how to do it, Roxanne. The, the fact is that uh, you've just been trained uh, with a bunch of memes to believe that you know things have to be a certain way, and that you have to do things the way you know that you programmed yourself to do them, or someone else programmed you to do them. You get into a program, and then you start yeah you know, start asking questions about is this where I belong? Should I be doing this? I don't know. Uh, and the fact is, all, all of it is, uh, all of it is just not even—it's not even worth the agony that you put yourself through.
2: Yeah, probably it, not. It really
1: isn't. Uh, the, the 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 truth is that uh, all you get is today. You know, we all know that this is—you mm-hmm. know—you get the present moment, you get the now. If you can learn how to live fully and completely and totally in the present moment and just be, uh, be there in this moment, uh, realizing that the, the now is all you ever get, you know, and that the future thing that you're all worried about is nothing more than just a now. And everything that's ever happened to you in the past, it didn't really happen to you in the past, it happened to you in the present moment. So that uh, your relationship to life, and this is what I would say to everybody listening today, your relationship to life is really nothing more than your relationship to the to the present moment, how well you're able to live in it. And if you can find a way to go within, to get peaceful, to meditate, to get quiet, and that's why I always say that the best way to handle all of these kinds of questions that we have for ourselves is to get our attention off of ourselves, off of our ego, off of what's in it for me, and off what I should be doing, and me, 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 all of the I, I, I stuff, and just turn it, turn it around, and begin to serve more. It's what I do all the time when I get when I feel myself struggling, when I don't know quite what what to do, even in relationships or with my work or whatever, is I just stop and I go through my mail and I pick out some letters from people who really are struggling or really are having a difficult time, and I reach out to them and. Every time that I I find myself letting go of thinking about myself and putting my mm-hmm. attention on someone else, almost always I start to feel better. the 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 answers become clearer, and I don't uh, I don't get myself so worked up in, into a dither over uh, what I should be doing or what I shouldn't be doing. You know, it's like um, I used to always quote from uh, my friend Artie Pine, who was my uh, who was my agent many many years ago? He passed away a few years back, and uh, he used to say, "I'm an old man, and I've had many troubles, most of which have never happened." You <laughs> That's know? True. Almost yeah, almost all. Yeah, I'm a things...
2: good warrior. Unfortunately, it's a learn. I know a learn uh, a part of It's a lot of learn, but uh, I'm very good at it. Which uh, which is not uh, healthy, obviously, and I kind of, in between this space, like struggling, stop worrying, and then beating myself up for it. And the problem is that I try meditation, and I am not able to maintain a routine. I mean, I know how to meditate. I mean, at least one type, because I have tried it. It worked at one point, but mm-hmm. then even when I try to do yoga or something, like if I do it at home, I do it two or three days, and then and I move to something else, and... Get distracted with other things, and I know that would be one of the solutions to to really. And part of the problem was that in the beginning, that's how I stopped it. Was I cannot stand to see my thoughts. Like I, it's so annoying that like I can't believe I'm thinking so much. I know. So but the,
1: I can hear it even in your voice, it, and it's and it's uh, and, and you say to yourself, okay, I try yoga and I do it for two or three days, and then I lose interest in it. Well, but what's wrong with that? You know, and, and I,
2: I think that's the bottom line to fig- to realize there's nothing wrong there's with.
1: There's nothing wrong with that at all, and so you let go of yoga for a few days, and then you wake up one day and you say, "I think I'll do yoga again." And uh, you know, like you, we we all get conditioned with these. I call them memes and excuses. Be gone. You should have you read Excuses Be Gone. No, I think it, no, I, I really think you should read that. It would be very, very helpful to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about overcoming all of these lifetime lifetime thinking habits and the and the. The the, uh, the display quote for that book says, don't believe everything that you think. Right. You know, I mean, because you've been, you've been conditioned to think that you're supposed to be on a right track. You're almost 50 years old. You should know what you're doing. You should know where you're going. You're in a program. You should finish the program. You know, you, sh- you should have some discipline. You should. And there's no should about any of that. All you have to do is just enjoy yourself. And the best way to enjoy yourself and to be happy is to forget about yourself and reach out and serve other people. That's the greatest way to, yeah. find, to find your happiness. That's what I would recommend, truly, especially yes. with the yes. holiday season coming up.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's on my list, and it's just that I have to move it and act, uh, act on it. Because I I, 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 I said, oh, I have to go volunteer somewhere. I have to. I have to. I, I was too busy with yeah. my little selfishness. Uh, Absolutely. Like, too
1: much ego. Too much. Yeah, uh, too, too much worry. Too much, too much the, concern about myself and what's in it for me, and am I doing the right thing? And, we could trace that back to your parents and their parents and their parents' parents. parents and
2: uh, Yeah, but and it you... doesn't help anymore because I'm tired of understanding. I've overanalyzed Absolutely. everything, and I want to move on.
1: Absolutely. My friend Stuart Wilde, has a, you know, we used to have a thing that on a refrigerator, he used to say, there are many things in life that I do not understand, and I like it that way. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to understand <laughs> it.
2: Well, I'm not sure I will ever let go of that 100%, but, <laughs> yeah, but I want the, to keep the learner apart. Give yourself
1: permission to just be. You know, listen to the Beatles, you know, go listen to the let it be, let it be, there will come an answer, let it be. It's one of the great slogans of all time, just, you know, stop the struggling, the internal stuff that you do with your mind, and just enjoy. You watch, everything that you need will come along.
0: So let's go to Judy, she's also calling uh, from Canada, from Ontario, and wants to know about self-sabotaging, a great question. Welcome, Judy.
3: Hi. Hi, Judy. Thank you for taking my call. And, Dr. Dyer, I want to thank you for all of the work that you do. It's just awesome stuff, and it's really helped me a lot.
1: Thank you very much. Um,
3: my question today, though, is uh, you only have two minutes, so I'll be very quick. No, that's okay. Every we can always
1: come back if we have
3: oh, to. That's okay. Every time I start to move forward um, with anything that I want to do that I'm excited about, um, but in particular weight loss, um, I start to get body problems. Like right now, I've I've really decided to take the next level towards um, being fit and healthy, and my back goes out. So Mm. the things that I plan to do, I can't do. Um, And it's not that it's going out because I'm not doing exercises properly. It's even before I get started. Mm. So I'm wondering, what is in your head? Like I've been reading Excuses Be Gone, and it's not a a conscious thought. It just sort of happens. And I'm wondering, what is that self-sabotage
1: that's a, really, that's, a those good,
3: um, that...
1: that's a really good question because I, I know I do the same thing myself. As a matter of fact, I was just telling Diane, both of us were talking about having a lower back pain ourselves today. Well, maybe um, it's just going around then. <laughs> no, I don't think that it's going around <laughs> uh, as much as I think that when you set yourself up to do something that you haven't done, haven't been able to do for a long time, like you, how long have you been not in the weight uh, level that you would like to be? How long have you been overweight? How many? Ten years. So, well, for those who just joined us, basically, you're saying that you set you set your, yourself up with a goal or uh, an ambition of some kind to uh, get yourself back into the kind of shape that you know you belong in and that uh, is your is your birthright, and that as soon as you uh, make the commitment to do that, uh, something goes uh, something goes a whack and, and off you go right. um, uh, you're you're listening to uh, someone who was uh, who has been an addict for a good part of his life or at least part of uh, addictive behaviors. Uh, as a kid, it was to coca cola and sugar, and then it was to nicotine and then it was to alcohol and drugs and things like this and uh, and so i i I know the game all right and, and when you want to change something like an addictive pattern uh, and you 're talking about an addiction to food here obviously uh, because you 're saying you 're carrying around an extra one hundred and sixty pounds that 's another that's person and a half that uh, right. an, an extra person that you 're carrying around and you and you know. All of the, uh, you know, all of the dangers of doing such a thing to your body, right? And you want to make the change. Uh, and when I wanted to make the change to stop uh, to drinking uh, co- co- Coca Cola, for example, when I uh, when I wanted to stop with the caffeine, or when I wanted to stop with the nicotine, or stop with the alcohol, and so on, um, I would find myself that there's a sabotaging system built up, built into uh, into addictive behavior, and this sabotaging system is one that really because I think that the things like sugar, which is one of the things you're addicted to, I can feel it. Is um, is something that um, has is an entity all unto itself, and it has almost a design on you, Uh, and it uh, and it begins to speak to you in a certain way, and it begins to say to you 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 begin to say well I'm going to overcome this, you know this this overeating thing, this lack of exercising thing, and uh, and the the entity whether it's uh, whether it's cocaine or whether it's sugar or caffeine or whether it's alcohol or whatever it might be. Um, almost uh, speaks back to you and says, "You think it's going to be that easy? You think I'm going to let go of you quite uh, like that?" Uh, and, and that's so, how it
3: feels.
1: Pardon me. That's how it feels. Yeah, it's, it, I don't believe that it's says how it feels. I believe that's true. Okay, I believe that it does. It does. Like everything in the universe is an energy system. A cocaine is an energy system. Caffeine is an energy system, and it's like, and uh, there's just little pieces of it, but there's one great big energy system, and, it, and it's showing up in all kinds of uh, ways so that um, when you set yourself up to go ahead and do what it is that you really want to do, and you start talking to yourself in the right way and having the right affirmations and doing all the kinds of things that we speak about here on AOS Radio and that I speak about in my book and uh, in, in, in many of my books and in the film and so on, what happens is that that the self-sabotaging system begins to, uh, to kick in, and it begins to say, You're, you know, uh, if you think that's going to be easy, then I'm going to take this away from you. I'm going to make it more difficult for you to... Uh, and what you have to do, Judy, more than anything else, is, is connect to your highest self. And the highest place within you is really God. Uh, and, and so it's like, instead of saying, I, I've quoted this a few times on the show, my friend Patty Davis, who was President Reagan's daughter, who was, you know, uh, if you know, know anything about her, was a cocaine addict while the president was, well, Reagan was president and, uh, and, and had a terrible relationship with her father and with her mother and so on. And she used to say, I'm going to quit this, but uh, my, I just, I'm just going to stop. The, I'm going to stop. But disappointing myself, I'm so tired of disappointing myself. And, and every time she would do that, again something would come in and she would sabotage herself, and she'd go back on another binge. And before you know it, she'd be right back where she started. And then she said she finally came to a place in her heart where she said, "I just decided that I no longer wanted to disappoint God." And I think this is something that you might want to think about really hard. You came into this world from a place of well-being, from a place of perfect well-being. You didn't come into this world obese. You didn't come into this world with any inclinations towards obesity or towards carrying around all of this extra weight that, uh, that you have allowed to pile onto yourself. What you did is you came into a place aligned with God, aligned with your spirit, and you allowed yourself to get away from your spirit. I recommend that you get back and say to yourself, I no longer am intending to disappoint God. When you, when you behave in a certain way or when you go to church or so on. I'm talking about the highest place within yourself, the place that you originated from, your source of being, and that is who you are at the very highest level. You're not here as a human being having a spiritual experience. It's the reverse. You are a spiritual being, a spiritual being having a human experience, and that spiritual part of yourself, has you have disappointed it, and you're sad about it. and And so every time you go to get yourself back into that aligned place, this energy, whether it's the sugar or whether it's the you know the, the sitting around or whether it's the sore back or whatever it is, begins to kick in and, uh, and to try to get you off of that path because you've been so accustomed to being on a non-spiritual path. So what you want to do is when, when the backache comes and all of that, you say, that's fine, but uh, I'm still not going to overeat today and I'm still going to walk around the block. Um, even though I said I wouldn't, I'm going to even do it with a sore back Um, In other words, I'm going to talk back to these self-sabotaging lifetime thinking habits that I have had, and I'm going to talk back to them in a way that they've never been talked to before. I'm going to remind myself and go through the paradigm. Have you read Excuses Be Gone?
3: Yes, I have it on my desk, still. Yeah.
1: Good. I still look at it all the time. Okay, the seven the seven part paradigm at the end of that book. With the first right. question is, uh, what thoughts do I have? Is it true that it's going to be difficult for me to change? Is it true that I'm? It's going to take me a long time. Is it true that I don't have the strength to do this? And you begin to realize that uh, th- those thoughts simply are not true. You're letting yourself be guided by false statements, false thoughts within yourself. And as you begin to make that shift into the the truer statement, which is I. I have within me the capacity to be the perfect well-being person that I was intended to be. And you hang on to that affirmation consistently. When the backache comes, you'll just ignore the backache. You know, when, uh, when you say, I'm too tired, you'll ignore the tiredness. When your schedule changes and it just seems like you were re- all ready to go do your exercise and it doesn't work, you'll do your exercise before you go to bed. You'll sleep a little bit less, whatever it might be. You'll start to use the discipline. That you have, that your spirit is speaking to you have of, instead of the part of you, the ego part of you, which is always looking for some reason to stay and do the easiest thing. Does that make sense?
3: It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much.
1: You're very welcome, and you can I appreciate do this. That. You really can do this. Keep in touch with me, okay? I'd like to okay. hear your progress on this, because once you have an affirmation, I'm going to be writing a book called Wishes Fulfilled, and it's really based on the on the great teachings of Neville Goddard. Uh, and Neville th- speaks about the power of assuming, you know, you, your imagination is the greatest gift that you've been given. In your imagination, you see yourself weighing and looking the way you want to. You even draw a picture of yourself, uh, looking or to find the picture of yourself from 10 years ago when you were the weight that you wanted to be. And you reproduce that as many places as you can. You put it in your car, you put it on your refrigerator, you put it on your bed, you put it on your mirror where you put your makeup on. You, put, you, you have that picture everywhere to constantly remind yourself that who I am is this divine, perfect piece of well-being that I originated from, and that's where I intend to stay, and God will help you do it, I promise.
3: That's an awesome idea. I never thought of doing
1: that. Yeah, start with it right now. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.